0: KYW News Radio Original Podcasts.
1: This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Carol McKenzie. Regulators in the UK have started giving out the Pfizer vaccine and they have issued a warning because two healthcare workers had pretty serious allergic reactions to it. And they are now telling people who have a history of serious allergies not to get this vaccine. We called Dr. Annette Roboli, who is Dean of the Cooper Medical School at Rowan and also a specialist in infectious diseases. We wanted to ask her to explain to us what this means. What is your reaction to this? Do you agree with this warning? Is it necessary?
0: So I, I think it's a prudent warning. This is a new vaccine released under an emergency use authorization. It's no surprise. Serious adverse reactions uh, like this, anaphylactoid-type reactions, are not uncommon. Uh, the uh, emergency use authorization in the U.S. is going to be entertained tomorrow. That will be reviewed. And I suspect that you know having this new information uh, will also lead to some precautions for the vaccine program in the United States and probably worldwide. When Pfizer performed this trial, and remember, there have been about 44,000 participants to date in this clinical trial of this particular vaccine, they excluded people with serious reactions to vaccines. Those were excluded from the trial. They had no serious reactions, including these anaphylactoid-like reactions, in the clinical trial. So the fact that these two healthcare workers came up positive yesterday because the UK launched their vaccine is not a total surprise. Uh, we, you know, we might potentially uh, see more of this. Usually the advice with any product, any medication, any new vaccine, any new product is if you're allergic or severely allergic, that you should not take the product. Now, both, there's a paucity of data coming out of the UK right now, they're investigating this. So all we know is that the two individuals were healthcare workers, they both had a history of serious allergic reactions, and they both carried, um, I think in the UK they call them adrenaline uh, auto-injectors, they're called EpiPens in the United States. So they had a significant history of serious reactions to other items, we don't know what their allergic history was. So I think that this is prudent advice right now. It it shouldn't deter uh, the general population who doesn't have these problems uh, from accepting vaccine when that phase comes about, or even, you know, as we're on the cusp of entering our vaccine campaign in the United States, it shouldn't deter healthcare workers' from uh, signing up to get this. I think that this is a big game changer uh, in the scope of the pandemic. You know, this type of news is no surprise. There are even estimates with regard to uh, vaccines, and I've seen two estimates, that uh, one estimate is one in 760,000 vaccine doses will cause an anaphylactoid-like reaction. And what those reactions are, There are things like shortness of breath, lip swelling, tongue swelling, facial swelling, difficulty breathing. Sometimes people feel lightheaded or feel like they're going to faint. So uh, those are the types of reactions. The other thing to keep in mind is that um, sites will be prepared for this. So if a person has an allergic reaction and they're at or near a healthcare facility, they will get very prompt therapy. These are very, very treatable. They will get prompt attention, and that's one of the reasons why there'll be an observation, at least for the plans for the United States—observation period after somebody gets the vaccine product. Which means you—you you the mean you s-
1: yeah, you need to stick around so they yes, can see. You yeah, s-
0: you stick around for a period of time and medical personnel on site observe you and are ready to intervene with therapy if you start having a serious reaction.
1: Is there anything and, people can do prophylactically? Like if you're if you're afraid that you might have an allergic reaction, anything you can do or you just really just need to stay away from this?
0: So, I think at this point, uh, you know, you should if you have a history of a serious allergic reaction and I think uh, I think the United States will have similar advice. We have to see what comes out with the, um, the FDA's advisory. The, uh, the ACIP will also look at this. So I suspect it will be very similar to what they've said in the UK. If, you're, if you have a serious reaction to a medication, a vaccine, or a food product, And or if you have to carry one of these EpiPens, if your level of allergy is such that you carry an EpiPen with you, uh, that you should avoid the product at this time.
1: Does this carry through then uh, for the other vaccines that are in the pipeline that we're going to be getting the Moderna's there, AstraZeneca,
0: um, same concerns? So we don't know that. But as I said, I give the caveat that any product could do this. Uh, What we know from existing vaccines is some vaccines are very unlikely to do this. Other vaccines uh, have more of a propensity to cause these serious adverse reactions. So it's very much an individual. uh, it's, It's individual to that vaccine. So, you know, we can't make that extrapolation. Now, sometimes it's not necessarily the vaccine product itself. It could be other ingredients that are used to stabilize it, to preserve it, uh, or even to dilute it. In this case, uh, the diluent that it gets prepared in for injection is salt water. And Hmm. that's very benign. Yeah. You know, our, our own system Our bloodstream has salt within it. So it's unlikely. And I understand that the Pfizer diluent for this vaccine is preservative free. So it's probably not that. There are other ingredients in the vaccine. There are some sugars, some lipid, i.e. fat, some potassium. So there are other types of products in there. So I think that this is going to bear further investigation. You know, these uh, two situations that happened in the UK yesterday, and I understand they vaccinated thousands of people yesterday. So these two will be examined very, very carefully with further information coming out.
1: Do you think this will hurt, uh, this news will hurt Pfizer's chance of getting emergency approval from the FDA?
0: So personally, I don't think so. I really don't think so. You know, with with this type of situation, we're balancing risk versus benefit, risk versus benefit. Mm -hmm. So the benefit of this vaccine outweighs the very small chance that some people might have reactions that are more serious to it. And that's the situation I think that we're in right now. Uh, the availability of these vaccines will be big game changers in the fight against the pandemic. Uh, they will, um, along with the other measures, of course, the mm-hmm. masking, the distancing, the hand hygiene, uh, all of these measures, uh, the testing, okay? So those major components, but uh, this is, the, the availability of the, these vaccines has been the best news so far You know, in the fight against this pandemic,
1: vaccines can always have side effects. How do people know? How do they determine if what they're having is just, uh, you know, kind of the common, if you will, the side effect from it, as opposed to an allergic reaction?
0: So, an allergic reaction is in the larger category, it's a subcategory of side effects. We talk about the side effects. We can also talk about what we call adverse effects. Most of those reactions are relatively benign. So the common ones with the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine that have been reported in the uh, database of you know, the 40 plus thousand people who have received it thus far, And by the way, there was a data safety, an independent data safety monitoring committee that also looked at this, were mainly reactions like local injection site. You get a shot in the muscle of your arm and you get pain at that site afterwards, discomfort, maybe even a little bruise or something like that. That is not a serious reaction. That is not an allergic reaction. It's part and parcel Of getting a dose of this type of product at the site. Other side effects that were reported more so than in the placebo group, and these were percentages were small, you know, like Mm -hmm. 2%, headache, tiredness, things like that. Once again, those are not allergic reactions, they're part and parcel of getting a vaccine. Some people feel achy, you know, muscle aches, pains like that. So none of those are serious. The ones that are serious are what are called the immediate reactions, where somebody's having problems breathing, they're wheezing, their lips get very swollen, their face gets swollen, things like that. Those are, the, the, those are considered uh, allergic reactions. You know, we use the term anaphylactoid versus anaphylaxis. Anaphylactoid are anaphylaxis-like, common type of symptoms but a different mechanism. They um, The true allergic reactions are mediated by uh, a part of the immune system. They're mediated by um, immunoglobulin, uh, IgE. Okay, they're mediated by that. Uh, the other anaphylactoid-like are not mediated by that allergic mechanism. And that's why we say anaphylactoid, toid meaning like anaphylaxis.
1: Okay, but anaphylaxis, can be fatal, and you're saying this other one is not. Yes.
0: Well, uh, both, you know, even the anaphylactoid reactions can be very serious Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, even even potentially fatal. So that's the importance of the observation period and, you know, having the controlled setting. And as far as the sites that are being planned right now, you know, statewide, worldwide, countrywide, whatever you want to say, do have that observation period and personnel on site who are trained to assist the patient to abort the reaction that they're having by administering medication to support them if they they need to be supported.
1: So from what I understand there, we are talking two different types of vaccines here. The Pfizer vaccine, right, is an RNA vaccine, and some of the ones like Enovio are DNA. Does this say, Is this concern the same across the board for these folks who have these severe reactions? Are they just kind of out of the mix altogether when it comes to being vaccinated?
0: So we don't necessarily know that. Um, it di- So all you know, the the vaccine world has now mushroomed. When we entered this, uh, we kept seeing the numbers of vaccine candidates that were, were being developed just uh, balloon, you know, up to 200 or so different vaccine products. Now all of those will not come to fruition. But uh, the two that are imminent with the emergency use authorization in the. US, Pfizer will be reviewed tomorrow. Uh, it's anticipated that that will get the emergency use authorization. So on the 10th, and then the Moderna product is going to be reviewed on the 17th. I just want to emphasize that any vaccine can cause an allergic reaction. Now, if there, and it, it depends on what component is, um, is involved, If it's the product itself and something is an entirely different type of product, it's not likely that there's going to be cross reactivity. So there will be other products coming down the pike uh, by other companies. So I'm sure, you know, in all of these trials, they will likely say, you know, if you're allergic to have serious uh, allergic reactions to vaccines, medications, foods, we're not going to put you into the clinical trial. And they do that so that it doesn't skew the results. And, you know, they might even give a warning at some point as well. Uh, So, but eventually there will be products available that the person will probably not react to. The numbers of people who have these are not insignificant. There are, you know, there are a cadre of people who have to carry these EpiPens. They're allergic to all sorts of things, Uh, Mm -hmm. sometimes food items, sometimes bee stings, you know, things like that. So I think that this does bear watching the emergency use authorization in the United States. Will have direct guidance on certain, you know, about this. And I think with the campaign being so early, you know, we haven't even really started it yet. Once the all the uh, pieces come into play, the emergency use authorization, uh, the recommendation of the ACIP, you know, the approvals. Next week, it's expected that the distribution will happen, and then the vaccine campaigns will start. So if you are a person who doesn't have a history of serious allergies, as long as you don't have another contraindication, you should go forward when your uh, phase is called. So right now the phase will involve healthcare workers broadly, you know, everybody Mm -hmm. from doctors, nurses, to those who support the hospital with food services Cleaning the hospital, et cetera. And the same thing with the nursing homes. That's it for this
1: episode of KYW News Radio in Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Carol McKenzie, and we'll have another episode out soon.